We're continuing the Shir and Likutei Alochais, Oyrachayim, Chelek Aleph, Hilchis Hashkomas Habriker, Halacha Aleph, Paragraph Dalid. Vaoz Kishin Isratza Shemis Borach Lamoisha, Alidei Shemotza Toiv Bechol Yisroel, Afilu Achar Maisohegel Kanal. And then, when Hashem allowed Moshe Rabbeinu to appease him, by the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu was able to find good in the Jewish people, even after they had been involved with the golden calf, ki Moshe hoya kuloi toiv, because Moshe Rabbeinu himself was all good, all goodness. Bebechinas, as the Pesach says about him when he was born, vatera oisoi ki toivu, that Basia, the daughter of Paroi, saw Moshe Rabbeinu, and she saw that he was good. V'alkein hoyoloi koyach tomid limtsoi hatoiv b'chol echod afilo ba'poish Yisroel And because Moshe Rabbeinu was all good, that's what gave him the ability to find good in every single person, even in the worst sinners of the Jewish people. V'yedezeh nisratza Hashem And that's what got Hashem to accept Moshe Rabbeinu's tefillah, to, to allow himself to be appeased. And that's when Hashem instructed the Jewish people about building the Mishkon, meaning that each and every single Jew should bring from the goodness of his heart, from the generosity of his heart, to contribute towards building the Mishkon. Because Moshe Rabbeinu awakened the goodness in each and every person. And each and every single Jew, according to the goodness that he had inside of him, brought a contribution from the generosity, from the good generosity, from the generosity of his good heart. To the to the building of the Mishkan. Ki Hamishkan Nivne Mikol Hatoiv Shenizbara Mikol Echad Miisrael, because the Mishkan, the Tabernacle, was built from all of the goodness that had been extracted from each and every single Jew. Shezel Bechinas Zoho Vochesef Unachoshes Uscheles Vargomon Vesoila Shoni. This is the concept where the Torah says that they contributed all kinds of different things. Gold, silver, copper, blue wool, purple wool, red wool. Whereby each and every single Jew contributed according to the goodness of his heart. According to the Nekuda Toiva that was inside of him. Because these these examples, these metals, these colors represent the heavenly colors. They symbolize the goodness that is found in each and every single Jew. As the Pesach says, the Jewish Pesach in Yeshaya, chapter 49, the Jewish people in whom I take pride. The word espoir means pride, and the word espoir also refers to beauty, the beauty that comes from multiple colors.
blending together. Shehem klulin migavnen sagin. The Jewish people are comprised of many colors. Hainu hanekudos toivos yesh b'cholachad Yisrael. This re- this refers to the good points that are found in each and every Jew, shehim klulin migavnen sagin, which are made up of many colors. Kiyesh b'cholachad Yisrael nekudatoivo, because each and every single Jew has a, a a drop of goodness in him. Afilu b'pchusim shebohem, even in the worst the Jews, mashe'ein b'chaveroi. Each and every Jew has a bit of goodness that is not found in any other Jew, something that's unique to him. Kimavur b'mokamachar, as is explained in chapter 34 in Likut Imran. Vashem yisborach misboer bohem, and Hashem takes pride in them, in every single Jew. V'zeh b'chinas ha-gavnen shehoyu b'beis ha-mikdosh v'amishkan. And this is, this is related to all the different colors and the different types of things that were in the Beis HaMikdosh and the Mishkan. Bechinas Zohov, Vachesef, Vachulu, etc. Gold, silver, copper, red, green, yellow. Shehevi kolechot minidvas liboy hatoiv. Which each and every single Jew contributed from the goodness of his heart. Because in the Beis HaMikdosh and in the Mishkan was included all of the good points of each and every single Jew. Which are referred to as heavenly colors. Which are found in each and every single Jew. And therefore, after the Jews got involved in the sin of the golden calf, which, which caused Moshe Rabbeinu to have to search and find the good points that each and every single Jew still had, even after they committed that sin. This will explain why exactly at that time, right after the Jews were involved in a terrible, terrible sin, the golden calf, which made them look as bad as they could possibly look, right then is when Hashem gave them the, the, the command of building a mishkan. Ki mishkan nevne mizeh. Because this is what the mishkan was made up of. It was made up of the good points that Moshe Rabbeinu was able to find in the Jews even after they committed a sin. He was able to search within the mud, within the darkness, within the sins, and extract, oh, there's a diamond, there's a mitzvah that this person did, here's a mitzvah that this person did, here's a good desire that this one had. Kanal, as we discussed earlier. Vizehu, and this is what the Medrash says on the Pasuk in Shira Shirim. Shchoirani, the Jewish people say, I am black, but my soegel. The Medrash says, what, what am I black with? The, the participation in the sin of the golden calf. Venovani, but I'm beautiful, b'maleches ha-mishkan, with the b- act of building the mishkan. This refers to the fact that even after I commit a sin, even after I fall terribly, I look at myself and I, I search for and try to find good points in myself to show that I'm still beautiful. I'm black, I'm covered with mud from the sin that I committed, but at the same time I don't forget 
that there's still a lot of good in me. Referring to the good points that I find within myself, which is the concept of building the Mishkan. Building the Mishkan involved Moshe Rabbeinu approaching every Jew and telling every Jew, you have what to contribute. You have what to contribute. Every, what do you mean? I'm, I'm, I'm a sinner. I'm pe- You're right, you committed a sin. It didn't erase all the good things you've done in the past. There's still good in you. And from that good that you still have inside of you, I want you to make a contribution of that to the Mishkan. You're going to contribute gold, you're going to contribute silver, each one contributing his Nekuda Toiva. V'chein muvan b'divrei Rabbeinazal. And this is exactly what Rabbeinazal says over there in chapter 282. That through the good that we're able to discover in each and every single Jew, that's how we build a mishkan for Hashem, a residence, a special residence for Hashem. And therefore, a person who has the ability to search for and find all of the good that's found in every single Jew, that's the concept of a prayer leader, as we discussed earlier, that a person who gets up to lead the prayers in a synagogue, in a shul, if he's going to represent all the people, he's got to be able to know, to be aware of, and to believe that every single person in that shul has something good in them. And I'm, I, in order for me to represent Hashem, I'm gathering up all the good sparks, all the holiness and the good thoughts and the good actions of every single person in the shul. I'm gathering up all that together and I am serving as the representative to present that total package to Hashem. Who yodea kol habechinois sheyesh be'inyan hamishkon shel kol echot tzadikim anal. Rabbi Nezal says there in the Kutimran that the real chazan, a, a, a chazan who's a, a tzaddik, a true tzaddik, he knows all the aspects of the mishkan that each and every one of the tzaddikim build from their congregation, from their constituents. Ayin Shom, look over there in chapter 282 at the end where Rabbi Nezal speaks about this. Ki ikr binyan hamishkan hual because the whole concept, the essence of building a mishkan is all about this. It's through this. By recognizing and, and connecting with the good that's found in each and every single Jew, despite the fact that they've committed sins, despite the fact that they've done many wrong things. Rab Nosanzal says, if you, if you understand what I'm saying here now, you understand how to connect perfectly the words of Rabbi Nosanzal over there in chapter 282. Ayin Shem Study it well. Look at the different, look at where Rabbi Nosanzal speaks about the issue of looking for the good points. Look at where he speaks about building the Mishkan. Look at where he speaks about a Chaz and the prayer leader. And you'll see how all three fit together beautifully. Paragraph Hay. V'zehu, and this is what's meant by the Pasuk in Tehillim, where Dovra Melech says, Ura kevoidi, Ura hanevel vechinoir, o ira shocha. Wake up, my honor, 
How can I wake myself up? How can I inspire myself? By awakening the, the blackness, the darkness, meaning by me being able to wake up the blackness. What blackness? This means the good point inside of me, which is being referred to here as blackness because it's covered with a lot of mud. It's covered with all the sins and every other bad things that I've done. Bechinas, as we spoke earlier, shchoyrani, I'm black, venova, but I'm beautiful. Under that mud, there's a beautiful, beautiful diamond. This attitude, this realization, helps a Jew to get himself out of his sleep, out of his spiritual sleep, and out of his nefila, out of his fallen state. That it says in that pasuk, wake up the musical instruments. What does music have to do with this? Because by being able to realize and identify the good points and putting those good points together, that's how we make songs. Songs are made from these little dots, those little notes, those nekudos toivos. Bechinas, as the pasuk says, azamro I sing to Hashem. Be'oidi, with my oid. And we mentioned earlier the Pasuk oid ma'at, ve'ein rasha, that little drop of goodness that the person still is able to find in himself or in other people, whereby he's not a rasha in that drop. That drop is good. Finding that drop of goodness and then another piece of goodness, another piece of goodness, that's how we construct songs. Vizeh merumaz bedivrei hashulchan and this is what's hinted to in the words of the Shulchan Aruch in the opening statement in chapter 1 in Shulchan Aruch Arachayim, that a Jew should be strong as a lion in getting up in the morning to serve Hashem. This tells us that a Jew has to push himself, has to motivate himself and push himself to get up out of the sleep out of that fallen state. How's he going to do it? What's going to give him the strength to come out, get out of his sleep, out of Kanal, As we mentioned earlier, by turning on the good points inside of himself, identifying the good points and turning them on, which when the person is spiritually asleep, when a person's in an if- a yurid and a fila, those good points are referred to as shachar, blackness, darkness. Bechinas oira shachar, because they're covered with a lot of mud. And the word shachar also refers to the morning star. The morning star in the, sta- in the sky is also like a dot, like an akuda toiva. And this attitude will help a person come out of the sleep, come out of that fall, that fallen state. And that's why the Shulchan Aruch says to get up in the morning. Because 
because the main thing that helps a person to wake up from sleep and to come out of the yurida is the morning. Morning means kindness. Because morning, the Zohar Kodesh says, is associated with Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu is the one who gave us the tefillah of Shachris, which is the tefillah of the morning. Dehainu alidei shemate klapi chesed. says what that's hinting to when it says wake up in the morning, it means that in order to wake up, you need to attach yourself to what the morning represents. The morning represents kindness, meaning you have to lean towards kindness. Chesed. And judge yourself favorably, positive. And this is why the Torah tells us that Avram Avinu was so great that he was able to bring people who were so far away from Hashem, non-Jews, he was able to bring them close to Hashem through conversion. Because Avram Avinu leaned towards the right, towards Chesed. And he was able to, to identify the good in every single person. And that's what gave him the ability to bring everybody close to Hashem. On this topic of converts, we always emphasize that according to the Torah, it is forbidden to proselytize. We don't encourage non-Jews to convert. We encourage non-Jews to be good non-Jews, to keep, to uphold their mitzvahs, their seven mitzvahs, etc. If a non-Jew shows a real, genuine, sincere desire to come and join the Jewish people, and even after being discouraged repeatedly, they still insist, then there's all kinds of mitzvahs as to how to bring them close, etc., and the Sifrei Kabbalah explain that we know that there's two categories of negativity, of klipa. There's a category that's referred to as all bad, complete bad. Those are the three klipas that are referred to as Onan Godol, Eish Mislakachas, and Ruach Sara. These are mentioned at the beginning of the prophet Yechezkel. And then there's a fourth klipa, which is referred to as Noiga which means twilight, gray, something that's good and bad. The Sifrei Kabbalah tell us that the Geirim, the converts that join Klal Yisrael, they come from Noiga. They're the ones, the, the non-Jews who are associated with the first three Klippos. They are the non-Jews that we're supposed to stay far away from, and they're the ones who cannot and will not come and join the Jewish people. It's those non-Jews who are associated with the Klippas Noiga they're the ones whom the great tzaddikim, like Avram Avinu, Sorei Menu, have the ability to identify them, to recognize that they are from this klipas noiga, and to bring them close. This is one of the reasons why it says by Avram Avinu that he was called Avraham, ki av hamoin goyim nesaticho. Hashem said, I have appointed you, I have designated you a father of a multitude of nations. Av, the father of, Hamoin goyim nesaticha, those three words, Hamoin goyim nesaticha, the first letters make up the word noiga. You are the father of noiga, meaning Avram Avinu was a great enough tzaddik that he had the ability to recognize which non-Jews are associated with noiga and to note that he was able to be makar of them. 
And this is why over there in Shulchan Aruch, right after that opening statement, right afterwards, it quotes the Ramor, the Ashkenazic leading Poisik, who says, Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Samid, this Pasuk, which says that I place Hashem right across me at all times, Hainu Shetomid Animesim Umeshava Hashem Lenegdi Enoi. I always place Hashem and picture Hashem right in front of me, right opposite my eyes, right across my eyes. Because even though I'm far from Hashem, because of all my misdeeds, despite that, Hashem is right with me, right across me in all places, no matter what kind of terrible places I go to. Because no matter how far away from Hashem I turn, I always remember to find good points within myself. And this is what the Pasuk means when it says, Rav Nelson Zal explains both parts of the Pasuk now. I always picture Hashem right across me, even when I'm in the lowest levels, why? What gives me the, what, the right to do that? Because I do not deviate from the right, from the right side. <coughs> Meaning, by my holding on to that right, which represents Avram Avinu, by my leaning towards chesed, kindness, that assures me that I will never turn away from Hashem totally. I'll never stray from Hashem completely. As the Pesach says in chapter 94 in Tehillim, if I say, said to myself that my feet are moving or have turned away from Hashem, your kindness, Hashem, nourishes me. Meaning, by a Jew connecting to chesed, meaning that he leans towards the side of kindness and he judges himself favorably. He looks for positive things inside of himself even when he's bad, even when he's been very bad. And he still is able to discover in himself a good point. That makes it possible for the person to find Hashem all the time. And, and through this, that person will never turn away from Hashem completely or permanently. And this is why the Pesach continues over there. The Pesach that we just began, the Pesach continues, Baroiv Sarapai Bekirbi, despite all the hurricanes, all the storms that are going on inside of me, Tanchumecho Yesha Shunafshi, your consolation Hashem will give pleasure to my soul. Meaning, 
When all of my thoughts confuse me, they're trying to knock me down, they're trying to convince me that I can't fix the mistakes that I've made, I can't return to Hashem's good graces, as a result of my many, many sins, this that Hashem consoles me, this that Hashem consoles the person by helping the person to, to identify a good point within himself. That's the person's consolation. And with that, he, he brings joy to his soul. Therefore, we see from what we've been learning till now that the main thing that will help a person wake up and come out of a spiritual sleep is the good points that the person is able to find in himself even when he's on a very, very low level spiritually. And we said this generates songs. Rab Nosan Sal explains now. The Arizal tells us in his Sefer Priyetz Chaim, in the section on Tikkun Chatzois, chapter 2, that during the nighttime, the Shechina goes down into the place of the Sitrachra. And the Shechina extracts sparks of holiness that it finds within the darkness that are ready to be rescued, that can be extracted. Rab Nosanzal says that what the Arizal tells us, the Shechina is involved in doing during the nighttime, this, is ver- this hints to what we've spoken about, what each and every single Jew has to do when he's during his night time, when he finds himself in darkness. When sleep, when spiritual sleep overtakes a person, the person has to do what the Shekhinah does during the time of sleep, during night time. He's got to search for and find sparks of Kedusha, good points inside of himself. And that will help him wake up and come out of that sleep. This is what David HaMelech says in Tehillim in chapter 77. I remember my song during the night. I speak to my heart and I search for my Holy Spirit. Meaning, during the night, during the period of darkness, when I'm asleep, then I search, I undertake this search. What am I searching for? I search for the good spirit inside of myself. That good point. 
By and this generates songs, beautiful songs. Bechinas, as again, as the pasuk started there, Ezkara neginosi baloila. I mention my song at night. I turn on the song, which is constructed from those good points, from those musical notes, those nekudas toivos that I'm able to find in myself. And by a Jew doing this, by a Jew fighting as hard as he can to wake up from his sleep, to come out of that sleep, to come out of that lethargy, that, that, that feeling of being weighed down. How? By the, through the good points that he finds within himself. This is what really perfects the tefillah of the person. Ki ikar ha-tefillah hurak kishazeche limtsoi biatzmai hanakudas toivos. Because real success in tefillah is only when the person succeeds in finding good points inside of himself. Bebechinas ha-zamro lalekai b'yoidi. I sing to Hashem with my good points. Vezeh bechinas seder ha-tefillah. And Rab Nassim Sal says, I'm going to show you now how the order of the tefillah that we follow in the morning in Shachris follows the concept that we're speaking about here. We start the tefillah Shachris by mentioning the sacrifices, the different sacrifices that were brought in the Beis Hamikdash, including the k'toyres, the spice offering. All of these sacrifices were examples of this process of trying to extract the good from inside a lot of bad. The karbonos represent the fact that we're able to discover good even within animals, even within cows and sheep. Animals, these behemoths represent the, the, the essence of the oilam ho'asiyah, the, the most gashmius, the lowest level. As the Arizal says in the Pritzchaim Shar Hatfila, chapter 5 and 6. That's what Korbonus is all about, Korbonus and Ktoyos. By us reciting those parts of the Torah, it's as if we're bringing those sacrifices. And when a Jew brought these sacrifices, when a Jew brought an animal, a dumb animal into the base Hamikdash, if somebody would look at him and say, Are you crazy? You nuts? This is a holy temple. What are you bringing a cow in here for? What are you bringing a sheep in here for? Sheep belong on the farm in the stall. No, no, no. You see this sheep? It's got wool, it's got flesh, it's got bones, but it also has an akuda There's a spark of holiness in there, and that's what's that's why we're bringing it to the base Hamikdash. That holiness, that spark of holiness that's in that sheep, that's what's going to be put on the Mizbeah. That's what's going to be sprinkled. The blood that's going to be sprinkled is all, that's the holiness inside of it. Because this is the whole concept of, of sacrifices in Judaism. That through the, through the sacrificial process, we elevate the animal from the level of animal to the level of human being. And this is also the concept of the k'toyres, the offering of the 11 spices, which had in it a spice that had a terrible odor. 
דהיינו שמברן ומויצן הטוי ואפילו בפוישי ישראל ובבחינס חלבנה. This shows that we're, we, we find and extract the good that's found even in the worst sinners that are represented by this חלבנה. וכמו שלום דה רבי סנא זל מזה, אז דגמור אין קריסוס דאבו, אמדיס חלבנה, דאט כל תפילה שאין מתפילס פוישי ישראל, אינוי תפילה. Any congregational prayer that does not include in it representatives from the worst sinners of the Jewish people is incomplete. It is not a complete tefillah. Complete tefillah, tefillah b'tzibur, is the tzaddik is tzaddikim, the beis is benonim, the resh is reshoim. In order for a tefillah to be complete, it has to include representatives from all three categories. So the chelbena in the k'toyres represents those people whose, whose actions have a terrible smell to them. Ki ikur ha-tefillah b'bchinas k'toyres. Because the essence of our tefillah corresponds to the k'toyres, meaning al yidei shemavarin u-moitzin nekudois toivois ha-filu b'poishi Yisroh b'bchinas chelbenanal. But the essence of our tefillah depends on our ability to discover good points even In the worst sinners, poishea means a person who commits sins not just intent, but spitefully. And this is the concept of the 11 spices of k'toyres. Meaning, 10, there were 10 spices besides the chelbana. Mine Zimra, this corresponds to the ten types of song which are generated by our ability to extract the goodness that's found even in the worst sinners, in the Chelbana. We've mentioned in the past that it's brought that the greatest, one of the greatest tzaddikim of all time is included in the Ktoiris, Mordechai. The Gemara says, Mordechai minatora minayin. Where do we find Mordechai mentioned in the Torah? So the Gemara says that Mordechai, the Targum, and the words Mordechai is Mordechai. Mordechai. That's where Mordechai is mentioned in the Torah. The Shiloh Kodesh says, where do we find Haman in the Torah? Also in the Ktoris. The word Chelbana is Bigimatria Haman. Haman? Haman is Amalek. Amalek is all bad, total evil, only evil. The Gemara says in Gitten, where it speaks about the Churban Beis Samikdosh, that from the grandchildren of Haman, from the descendants of Haman, came forth people who taught Torah the Bnei Israel, to show us that even there, even in the worst, worst Tumah, there is a spark, there could be this spark of good in our tefillah. Now Rabbi Nosanzal continues. Paragraph Zayin. Ukisha'on oimrim parashasakrabonois the Gemara tells us in Menachas, page 110, that when we recite these paragraphs in the Torah, which speak about these sacrifices, it's as if we actually brought these sacrifices in the Beis Hamikdash. As the Gemara says, A Jew who is involved in studying about or speaking about the portion in the Torah that speaks about the Ola sacrifice, it's as if he actually brought the Ola sacrifice. 
ki iker tiken hakrobonoi subabachinas diburim. Because the main goal, the main accomplishment of the karbonois of these sacrifices is related to speech. Meaning, lehalois mi doimeim tsoimeach chai lemedaber. That by bringing these sacrifices, we're trying to elevate from the level of inanimate or plant or, or animal to elevate it to the level of medaber. Medaber means true speech. Because these good points, when they, are, when they rise up from the, the places that they rise up from, from those lowest levels, the, the main accomplishment, the main goal is that they should rise all the way to the top level. The top level is medaber, dibur. Because at first, when those good points have not become visible or recognizable, why? Because they're covered with mud. They're covered with a lot of junk, with all of our bad points. At that point, when the good points have not yet surfaced, they're not yet visible, the person's in a state of elam. He can't talk. Bebchinas, as the Pasuk says, Ne'elamti, I was silent. Dumia, I was quiet. Hecheshesi mitoiv. I couldn't speak because I was lacking in goodness. So until the goodness is discovered, the person can't talk. Ukishemegalen es hatoiv kanal. However, when we reveal the good, then the main way that this toiv manifests itself is, expresses itself, is in speech. This is what the Pasuk says in Shira Shirim, chapter 2. My beloved dove is trapped in the rocks and hidden, very hidden. This represents that good point inside the person, which is compared to a beautiful dove, a perfectly white dove. The Gemara praises the doves that they are 100% loyal to their mate. The dove never ever leaves her mate. As the Medrash says in Shira Shirim Rabbah, chapter 1 and chapter 4, because this good point that's found in each and every single Jew, even in the lowest Jew, that good point is always attached to Hashem. No matter what, it never ever lets go of Hashem. No matter how far down the person falls, the person falls, but that drop of good that's inside of him clings to Hashem and will not let go. It will not allow itself to be separated, to be ripped apart from Hashem. And when that nekudatoiva falls into the depths of, of impurity, 
which are surrounding it on all sides, as the Pesach says there, my dove is trapped, it's surrounded by these boulders, these huge boulders, hidden, and therefore hidden from sight, which means that the person has gone into this state of hiddenness, where Hashem is hidden from him, and he's hidden from Hashem, then Hashem calls out to this dove, to this nekuda toiv inside a person, Hashem says, Harinius Marayich, Hashminius Koilech, show me your beauty, let me hear your voice. Ki Koilech Ore, because your voice is sweet. Umarech Noven, your appearance is beautiful. Ki Afal Pishato Beseser Hamadrega, because even though you are right now in such a low place, you're covered up with mud and junk, you're so hidden. You yourself, you this good point, you're still beautiful. You have mud covering you, but you yourself are still an item of incredible beauty. As it says, I'm black, but I'm beautiful. And therefore Hashem cries out, to this nekuda toiva, to this dove, and he says, reveal yourself. Let us see your beauty. Because you're still beautiful. Nothing's changed. Because the nekuda toiva retains its beauty always. It's like if you drop a diamond into mud. The diamond doesn't change color. It's covered by a lot of blackness, but the diamond, reta- it's still a diamond. It remains a diamond. That's why Hashem says, let me see your beauty, let me hear your voice. Meaning, when you will reveal and discover the beauty of the Nekuda Toiva, that will give, that, that will give you the ability to call out, to have your voice heard. Because this gives the person the ability to speak to Hashem. When a person, until a person recognizes the good inside of himself, his mouth is sealed shut. He can't talk to Hashem. It's only when a person, even in the lowest states, no matter how bad he's, terrible, if he's able to identify and discover good himself and really believe in that goodness, that gives him the ability to unlock his mouth. Because once you've discovered that goodness and you connect to that, then you have the ability to praise Hashem. Because before that, before you discover that goodness and realized how good it is, the person was not able to speak to Hashem at all. This is what the Pesach says in Shira Shirim, chapter 8. Upirish Rashi, Rashi explains that Pesach. <coughs> the Jewish people who are found in the gardens, among all the other nations, etc., 
This also refers to the good points inside of a person who are surrounded by these other nations, which means this refers to all the evil desires inside the person and all the sins which are representative of all the 70 nations. We know that each one of the nations represents a different taivara and midara. So these nekudos taivos that are surrounded by all of our taivos rois and midos rois, as Rabbeinu Zal explains in chapter 36 on the Kutimran, the connection between the 70 nations and all the bad characteristics, all the midos rois and taivos rois inside of us, and yet Hashem wants to hear their voice. Hashem wants to hear these Nekudos Toivos singing. This is why the Pasuk says, All the friends are listening to hear your voice. Let us hear it. Hashem wants very much that the Nekudos Toivos should be revealed. And they should give forth their voice their, with song and praise to Hashem. These are the sacrifices whereby we're, we're mentioning these animals. And within these animals, why are we mentioning animals? Because we know that there's good inside the animals. There's the blood of the animal that's going to be sprinkled on the Mizbeach. And there's the innards, the emurin of the animal that's going to be sacrificed on the Mizbeach. So we're taking the Nekudos Toivos and elevating them to Medaber. How? By speaking, by saying the words. And that's why the Gemara says, that a person who is learning or davening about the Korban Oila, it's as if he actually brought it on the Mizbeach, because the main tikkun of the Korban is is to be able to bring forth praise to Hashem, speech from the Nekuda Toiva. Paragraph Ches, with based on this, based on what we've learned, we'll understand the Gemara and Megillah, Daf Gimel, page three, where the Gemara says, Koyhanim Bavidosum, Ulevim Beduchonum, the Israel Bemamodum. That in the Mishkon, in the Beis Hamikdash, there were three things going on simultaneously, together. The Kohanim were doing their job, their service, the Levim were singing their songs on the Duchan, on the platform, and the Israel, the, the, those who were not Kohanim Levim, they said the Ma'amodois. They recited special chapters of the Torah while the sacrifices were being brought. Rab Nelson is going to explain now how all three of these work together. Because the main accomplishment of a korban, which is to find the goodness within the, the garbage, within the behemius, within the animalisticness, the, the, the one who accomplishes that to the greatest degree is the koyhen, 
who is Isha Chesed. The Sifrei Kabbalah tell us that Kohen Levi Yisrael correspond to Avraham Yitzchok Yaakov. So just like we learned earlier, Avram Avinu is Chesed, Boiker Davram, so to the Kohen is the Isha Chesed. Because by the Kohen, who leans towards Chesed, Vedon Lekavschus, and judges favorably, that's what gives us the ability to find good points, even in the lowest, lowest levels, even in people who are the worst. We said that's the whole concept of these sacrifices. Because again, the, the sacrifice that the person brought to the Beis HaMikdash was in place of him. When a person came to the Beis HaMikdash with a sheep or a goat or a cow, his, his intention was, really, I'm the one that's supposed to be put on the altar. I'm supposed to be burned. But Hashem, in His generosity and kindness, is allowing this animal to serve as a stand-in for me. And, and just like I'm bad because of the sin that I committed, that, that's made me bad, I realize this animal represents behemius, animalisticness. But just like inside of me, there's good, there's still good. Inside of this animal, there's still good. Proof is that some of this animal is going to end up on the Mizbeach. Some of this animal is going to be eaten in pure holiness, in Kiddushan. And this is why the major steps in bringing a sacrifice were performed by the Kohen, who is the Isha Chesed. He represents Avram Avinu, as the Pesach says in Tehillim, chapter 110, about Avram Avinu, it says, Ato Kohen Lioilam. You are Kohen. <clears throat> and we learned earlier that when you're able to discover good points, from those good points, they generate songs. That's the Levim who are on the platform singing and playing musical instruments. They were playing their music and singing their songs on the platform while the sacrifice was being brought. Because through this korban, through this, this, what we're trying to accomplish with the sacrifice, which is being accomplished by the koyin, meaning to identify and extract the good from within the animal, how? By leaning towards the right, by leaning towards kindness, Rabbi Nezal had explained that this generates songs. The, that's the second piece of this. Now for the third piece, the Yisrael And while the Kohanim were doing their thing and the Levim were doing their thing, the rest of the Jews, the Yisraelim, were involved in reciting certain chapters from the Torah that are called Ma'amodos. Shoyu oiskim the rest of the Jews were involved in learning Torah. That refers to the Dibor, the speech that we said that our goal is to take these Nekudos Toivos and elevate them to Dibor. Through the combination of Koin Levi Yisrael, we were able to elevate the good within the Behemius to Dibor. That's the main that's the main goal. That's the main accomplishment. 
ועלכן היו אנשי המימד קוירן בפרשס ברשס ובפרשס הזינו. Now you'll understand why the Gemara tells us that which portions of the Torah were the Jews involved in reading during the Karbonois, from Bereshis, from the beginning of creation, and also from Shiraz Hazinu, the special song that Moshe Rabbeinu said before, shortly before he passed away. The Gemara speaks about this in Tainus, Tav Chavav, page 26, and the Shulchan Aruch mentions this in, in Orachaim, in the Tur Orachaim, chapter 428, over there. Because the whole act of creation came about as a result of Hashem extracting the good. As the Pesach says, with Hashem's toiv, with Hashem's goodness, He renews the creation every single day. Now you'll understand why the Gemara highlights that in each one of the six days of creation, it says Hashem saw what He had done and it was good. This, ter- this toiv that's in there. Because before Hashem created the world, Nemar the Pesach says, There was all darkness, blackness, emptiness. That corresponds to the evil that covers up the good. What was the tikkun for that darkness in the beginning of creation? The spirit of Hashem, which hovers over the water, it says there. That refer, the Zohar Kodesh says that refers to the spirit of Moshiach. Moshiach is the goodness. Because all of the good points that we're able to discover in each and every single Jew, that represents the light of Moshiach. Because the epitome of good is Moshiach. As the Pesach says in Rus, when Boaz was telling Rus, about the possibility of him being able to marry her, he said, there's somebody else online in front of me first. It'll be in the morning. If he will redeem you, if the other one will redeem you, good. So we see again that mention of toiv, and that was going to bring about, that was leading up to the birth of Moshiach, who was going to come from Dovod HaMelech. And through this heavenly spirit, which is mentioned in creation, this good spirit, this spirit of Moshiach, that's what gives the world its ability to exist. That's what gave Hashem the ability to create the world, and that's what allows the world to continue existing. And it's through this, by being able to discover good points, even within the darkness, the super darkness, that brings about, Hashem said, let there be light, and there was light. 
Vazai, and then the Pesach continues, Hashem made a separation between the light and the darkness. Because by being able to find that good point, that's what makes it possible for the person really to get moved over to the side of merit, to the side of schus. And then the light is revealed, and the darkness gets separated and, and removed from the light. The evil gets removed from the goodness. The canal, as we mentioned earlier. So Rav Zal says, I've shown you from these psukim, that the whole act of creation and the whole concept of Hashem sustaining the world is based on this ability to find the good point. Now you'll understand an interesting thing. The Tikkun Ezra says, in, in the introduction, the form, the shape and form of the Mishkan corresponded to the creation of the world, to the act of creation. Because as we learned earlier, what was the Mishkan made up of? The good points that were sorted out from each and every single Jew. And creation is also that first there was total darkness, and then Hashem was able to bring forth the good from within the darkness. Now you'll understand why the Jews who were standing by when they were bringing these sacrifices, they were involved in reciting Bereshis, those fir- the first part of the Torah. Because the sacrifice is the same concept as, as what was during creation. It's this concept of extracting the good from within the bad. And that's why the korbanos had to be brought specifically in the Mishkan or in the Beis Mikdosh. Because as we learned earlier, the Mishkan and the Beis Mikdosh were built from the good points of each and every single Jew. Each Jew gave from his goodness, from his Nadiva slave. And this is why when the Torah, when the Pasuk in Chumash, in Chumash Dvorim, it says, this good mountain, the Gemara says, that refers to the Beis HaMikdosh. The Beis HaMikdosh is called Toiv because the Beis HaMikdosh was constructed from the goodness of the good-heartedness of each and every single Jew, and the karbonos of the Beis HaMikdash were also showing that we have the ability to find good within the animal, within the bed. With this, we can also understand why besides Bereshis, they also read the portion of Hazinu while the sacrifices were being brought. Because Parshas Hazinu, we have the song where Moshe Rabbeinu promises the Jewish people, he guarantees them that the Torah will never be forgotten from us. As it says over there, 
This song will pro- proclaim that even at the worst times, when Hashem is going to be most hidden from us, and we're going to be hidden from Hashem, this song of Hazinu will serve as a testimony because the song hints to us this point that even if the Jews are far, far from Hashem, we're, we're in the worst state of hiddenness, we're still, despite that, we're still close to Hashem. Because you can, there is still to be found in the Jews, even in the worst Jews, you can still find good points. And this is why the Pesach says over there in Shiraz Hazinu, because the Jewish people are in the, in the desert. Even when we're in the desert, in the wilderness, and in the darkness, we're still able to find the good. Those good points, which represent the portion of Hashem that's in his nation. That's why the Israelim would recite Parsha Sazinu while the Koyhanim and Levim were involved in the Karbonois. Ki Alkein Nikres Parsha Sazinu Shira. Because this is why that portion of the Torah is called the song, Shira Sazinu. Because from those good points that we're able to discover in the wilderness, in the darkness, that generates these songs. And then, after we finish the portion in the davening of Karbonus and Toiris, which we said represent this concept of being able to sort out, to select out, and find the good points even in the lowest levels, even in the behemoths, and even in the plants. The next section in the tefillah is called the songs. Because Rabbein Azal teaches us over the Antorish Bebeis that when you're able to find the good within the bad and extract it, from those good points are generated songs. To sing. That's the second section of the Tfil of Shachris. These are the songs that are generated by sorting out and finding the good points even in the lowest, lowest levels. And this is why this Pasuk that Rabbein Ezra bases that whole chapter of Likut Imran on is found in Psuke de Zimra, right after Ashrei. The next power that we say, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hashem, Ahalala Hashem Bechayoy, Azamra Lakai Bioidi, that's one of the highlights of Psuke de Zimra.